Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we are talking about the rainbow. The colors of the rainbow. And also how companies use it to market to LGBT communities, especially during Pride. And in a way to show their support when really they're using it to make money from marketing. So if you are gay or you have gay friends or you've been alive for the last 50 years, you would have seen the rainbow flag. Right. And or you may not have. Well, you should have at this point. Well, I mean, maybe you're, you're living under a rock. A dark, sad, <laughs> cold rock. Yeah. And the idea of this rainbow flag representing the LGBTQ community has always been developing because it's changing, it's evolving, it's including more groups of people that identify in different types of ways. So it really did start off as like a primary simple color set. And now it has this really growing wide range of applications that look to include more people that mm -hmm. have different types of gender identity, sexual identity. So it's really just like your typical rainbow, like your red, green, yellow, purple. It's literally the light that you mm. see from the sun that is in the prism that is allowing you to see color in today's world. It's like after the rain, there's always a rainbow. So after a storm in life, there's always a gay to bring the brightness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this idea of a rainbow has always been this really positive, beautiful, aspirational, wonderful stunning, gorgeous thing, having that alignment to the gay community and all the different types of people who are needing more support, who are needing more inclusion. You have this kind of really beautiful statement that is just like, let's be represented by something beautiful because we are a beautiful group of people. A hundred percent. And it's also about bringing everyone within the community together on the flag. It's not just a gay flag. It's not just a queer flag. It's trans allies. Everyone that is within the community is represented on that one flag. There's all different types of marginalized people that mm. need more support yeah. and need more togetherness and activism that pushes their right to live a beautiful life forward. Absolutely. This rainbow flag, this rainbow collection of colors has become synonymous with gay people. What we're focusing on is the use of color and the use of this flag in marketing. There's an article saying that they have identified the LGBT plus community as $3.7 trillion community. Trillion. Trillion. And when it comes to Pride Month or Pride celebrations, they're using that niche target market audience mm -hmm. to make money for their businesses. Recently in the news, you have Target, who has released this Pride collection of clothing and accessories and a lot of really beautiful, fun, engaging, purchasable items that mm. people can either wear to Pride or they can wear to show their allyship or they can just like wear, wear every day. Like it doesn't have to be on, you know, just, on just Pride. Pride. Yeah. So they put it proudly in front of their Prime merchandising section at the front of the store so that when people come into the shop, they know what's new. And the newest shit always is at the front. Yes. While people love it, a lot of people don't. So in America, Target is everywhere. I, I would Im imagine it's in every state. It's here in Australia. It's everywhere in Australia. And in some of the conservative areas, they're actually pushing back against the merchandising and marketing 
of this kind of pride forward LGBT inclusive merchandise that apparently is too, too much for them. Talk us through the story of why everyone is speaking out about this Target situation. With Target, they put out a collection and then they placed it at the front of the store in most of their major metro shops. And then in the conservative states that didn't like the placement, they all complained. And then all of a sudden people were recording themselves on social media, destroying the merchandise, destroying the marketing materials. And then aggressively walking through the shops and intimidating employees, intimidating customers that were looking through that merch. And also asking what their point of view was or if they supported it. And so it was pretty disgraceful. It's sad. It did put employees at risk. There was a lot of threatening intended potential violence and nobody should, I mean, you're making like nearly minimum wage in America. You're probably getting paid better here in Target. The poor things are just trying to make Rent. They're just finishing their shift yeah, and they're dealing with a lot of shit. So it's not that Target isn't an inclusive brand because it is. It puts inclusivity in its marketing and in its branding and it's in everyday materials, which we'll get into later on what brands could do to be more inclusive. But in this case, it was that they actually took it out of the front positioning and they place it at the back of the stores or reduce the footprint significantly so that they pulled merch out to hide and kind of hid it in the corner, which is like, you're literally putting this back in the closet, right? (laughs) Like, you know how much time and effort it took to get to this level. The pendulum always swings the other way and pulls us back. hundred percent. I think we've covered this in so many episodes, right? Like, am I the villain? Am I the drama? You're being too loud tall poppy syndrome, standing too tall, you're sticking out. As soon as there is a bit of change or there is a bit of somebody being too loud, everyone tries to reel you back. Yeah. And it's not acceptable. Well, you worked at Target. I worked at Target for a long time. What was it like when you were working there? I mean, that was many years ago, but you were a Target employee. Can you fully call me out for working in Target? Yeah. Everyone gets their start at some point and they probably start in retail. Absolutely. And I genuinely love working at Target. Like I worked with cool people, they all knew that I was gay. Your mom worked at Target. Your my entire family. Target. My sister worked at Target. Your sister worked at Target. Yeah. So you can talk from like a Target point of view. We are a Target family. Okay. But when I worked at Target, there was no inclusivity. I did not see one LGBTQ flag. I did not see any rainbow t-shirts or colors. It was all very bland. Was there no communication in like the employee handbook about how to create inclusive? No community or no that was just about how to evacuate if there's a fire (laughs) like i haven't walked into a target recently here it's not pride anymore so i would assume all the pride merchandise has been pulled from the shelves i think from target's point of view they they think they're trying to do the right thing by being more inclusive and being more celebratory of the community and in their minds they're doing the right thing right but it's a balancing scale of are you doing the right thing for a month or are you actually using us to make more money. Yeah, and some other brands are also in hot water, right? Budweiser, every year, like clockwork, puts out some rainbow poster that has the beer, and it's like, you go, girl, you better work. It's this very high-gay type of advertising. Mm -hmm. And some other beer companies and some other alcohol beverage companies do a much better job of showing inclusion, even around Pride time. So instead of it just being like a rainbow can, saying like, see you at you know, Mickey's, it's more of an average 
gay couple or a lesbian couple or just like a non-binary, none of your fucking business couple in front of a Mexican Riviera having a Corona. Like, it's just kind of like, yeah, everyone goes on holidays. Right. So it's just not another smiling stock image of a husband and wife and their three children. Mm. And it's like, oh, because it's a dynamic group of people. Now, Target does that. Banking institutions do that quite a bit because, you know, banking is for everyone. Mobile institutions do it a lot. A lot of mobile, Telstra. like Telstra and Optus and T-Mobile and AT&T and yeah. like all those people actually do quite a bit of inclusive advertising. But in the case of Target, it's the clawback that's the problem. It's the clawback. Like you, want, you want to see brands that you purchase and you support, support you. It doesn't have to be a massive political statement. All it has to be is a little space to breathe. Absolutely. I think a lot of the community has had it. They're fed up. Like we're over seeing a rainbow colored fucking logo for one month. And then there is no afterthought to continue on. How are you going to continue to support the community? Are you donating to funds? Are you, like you said, creating cultural safe spaces for queer employees? Like Mm. what are you actually doing other than making your logo rainbow or putting your standard logo behind a freaking rainbow colored background? Yeah. Not good enough. Even Facebook or Instagram during kind of pride months or during different types of initiatives, there's like a new overlay that you can add to your profile image. There's a new filter that you can add. There's a new sponsored piece of marketing material that you can add on top of your own identity. Well, Remember I think LinkedIn, the, you can put your identity, whether you're a he, him and how you yeah, identify. Pronoun, have it, have pronouns. your pronouns. Instagram does that. Those are really great changes at a structural foundational product level that make a big difference that allow us to be like, okay, well, when Instagram makes their camera looking symbol or brand mark have a rainbow color palette you know that there's a lot of initiatives of inclusivity throughout the forward-facing public programming as well as the inward employee side of the business with target today i would almost bet and put money that they have also these same types of programs Mm. that have these same types of inclusivity programs for their employees and do a lot of great things for the community However, this is just like a major misstep. You know, you can't play this game of inclusion, but then change your mind. Well, they would rather see some boots scooting jeans with some hard boots and a cowboy hat at the front of the store. The point is rainbow washing happens all the time, particularly around pride. The problem also is, is that rainbow washing is used to make money off the LGBTQ community in a negative way. Well, it's positive and it's negative because you want to be seen, you want to be represented. There's nothing wrong with the rainbow. No. Rainbow's beautiful. We love rainbows. But some diversity in the marketing applications would be really appreciated. It doesn't have to just be a rainbow. Or for one month. Or just for one month. It's an ongoing topic that should continually be represented. Yeah. These aren't the only companies that have had issues with rainbow washing. All you have to do, everyone out there, is Google rainbow washing. Yeah. Rainbow washing is a thing. And look into the history of the brands that have participated in this behavior. A lot of the times there's this kind of facade of a brand of what they want to market and what they want it to look like. But then there's actually the real intentions behind that, which is 
commercialism, capitalism, profits. Mm. And sometimes they don't always take the best care of their employees or create as many safe spaces for their employees. These brands are trying to create awareness while making money at the same time, but also they are missing the root cause of why we celebrate pride, right? We celebrate pride for our freedom, for our Legal rights. Legal rights, our freedom of speech, our expression, just to live a safe, healthy life. Yeah. By putting a rainbow flag and saying we are inclusive, no, you're not inclusive because you're not even celebrating the root cause of pride. We're actually marching and protesting and celebrating our lives. They're just putting a rainbow freaking colored flag at the front of their store saying, we support and value you. No, you don't. So you only support and value us for June. You had mentioned to me as a question, is pride a holiday? Is it a holiday? Like your Christmas, Thanksgiving, Memorial Easter. Day and Labor Day and Fourth Easter. Of July. And they've all been commercialized, yes. every single one of them. Yes. So is pride another commercialized holiday? I think it depends on the individual. It's a good question though, because I think if you ask members of the community, it is a holiday to celebrate your individuality. But if you were to maybe ask a brand, they would probably be looking at it as a marketing holiday, right? Right. Marketers who are working on a social media calendar and content calendar, I think pride has been selected as a holiday, like Mm. something to market towards in general. And just celebrate. But they're missing the point. Correct. Is that it's not only a celebration, because if you've ever been to any pride festival, there are talks, there are speeches, rallies, protests. But then it's inclusive environment, but it's also entertaining and it's fun because it's a celebratory event. But there's also this balance of education. Absolutely. And togetherness to push forward our progress. And the thing is, these brands at Mardi Gras, right? They get afloat not to celebrate pride. They do it for freaking brand awareness. It is true. And I think that you want to get eyes on your product. You want to get virality out of your post. You want to have shareability. It's taken over to the point where it's like, oh, I forgot that these are actually human beings who deserve to be treated like everyone else. Right. I think a lot of the people that are going to pride who are gay or within the community are going because it's a celebratory event. It's fun. It's great to support others. It's great to see some drag shows and it's a time to really just revel in happiness. But also at the same time, it is a kind of fun circuit party like with everyone that's naked like and event. in leather harnesses yeah so it's just kind of like i'm gonna just party and dance and have this crazy time and it's almost like going to coachella even if they're not gay they're just there to have a good time and just to party and drink yeah they're coming along it's kind of a holiday to them too correct can it can be a bit of both hmm. it just comes with a weight absolutely of responsibility And you can't just have a party unless you are a private citizen that just does your own fucking thing. You can do whatever you want. Nobody's expecting anything from you. Mm. But when it comes to a major corporate brand that has multi-billion dollars of investment and power over the socioeconomic health of the country, like a Target or a Coca-Cola or a Apple or a bank or even like a beverage company, like a beer brand. Yeah. Like these are giant conglomerates that sway markets. You want to play this rainbow game, 
You should also be ready to step in the ring a bit, mm-hmm. be strong and stand behind the statements you make. Right. What companies and businesses can do instead of just putting a rainbow flag or logo on their brands mm-hmm. is donate to Victorian Pride Center, minus 18, the Los Angeles LGBT Center. So we talk a lot about brands and large companies rainbow washing. Mm. What about people? What about friends? What about family? What about people that say to us, we support you, we love you guys, but we don't understand trans people? Is that the same thing? Well, I think rainbow wash in the sense of having a facade of acceptance. Correct. It's a different term. I don't know what the right term would be for in this case, but I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to connect the two in a similar way where you have this facade of acceptance. I accept you, yeah. but then... Oh, just kidding, because if it gets too complicated... Or if I don't understand it... If I don't understand a piece of it, then um, I'm going to back off. Right. We as people, we present ourselves in certain ways. And everyone is this idea of a personal brand Mm -hmm. with their Instagram Mm -hmm. and what they post and what their life looks like. Mm -hmm. So we are all mini brands. Right. And we all have this kind of allyship or inclusive behavior, but it does end at some point with some people. Even if you are someone who is a straight male, right? you yourself may think that you have this really open-minded position and you accept all the gay people in your life, but you think everyone who is bi is on their way to one side. Mm-hmm. They're not actually just bi. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of division and judgment that comes into play where it's like, yes, I have this facade of acceptance and I accept certain particular elements of who people are, but I don't get this part. And I think that's interesting in why the flag and why the rainbow idea of togetherness is so important because as gay people, you have a responsibility to not educate everyone. No, it's not your job to teach everyone what you do, but it's your responsibility to show support for others who are in similar positions as yourself, Mm -hmm. who've gone through similar struggles, who may need some other type of voice that helps listen And maybe that's enough, Mm -hmm. but also if you have the capacity to do more. So for us, if someone comes up to us or comes up to me and is like, oh, I love gay people. Like gay people are awesome, fabulous, wonderful. Right. But I don't get a trans person. The rage that happens inside me. The rage. Is uncontrollable. Well, I control it. I have like (sighs) steam coming through my, you know, like the steam. And I try to be as calm as possible and I try to communicate with all the eloquence I can and try to ask them. I just need to take a deep breath there because that's heavy. I, I try to ask them, why do you think that? Mm. And usually it's really kind of based out of like fear. fear. Yeah. And it's not just judgment. It's just that they just don't know nothing. They're uneducated. They are uneducated about people's existence. They're uneducated about who humans are today. This idea of rainbow washing, but for the people edition and having some people who say that they're really welcoming and inclusive of gay people, but then they don't include trans people. They exclude other people of this community that we have together, but they're like, oh, but we accept you but we don't accept them. Mm. That doesn't make me feel good. That doesn't make you feel good. That makes me feel terrible. And it actually enrages me. Now a trans person's life to someone who doesn't understand 
or has no friends that look like them or has no experience. They just are it's too complicated. I can't process. Therefore, I cannot accept. And then I have this really strong opinion about it that is really extreme. I'm going to try to have a really human, em- empathetic conversation where I'm going to try to sway you to educate yourself. I'm not trans. I don't have the trans experience. I can't even begin to speak on behalf of trans people. Absolutely. However, not. I will not accept a comment. Absolutely not. Everyone needs to educate themselves. Yep. And I will push them to educate themselves in a way that I think that they can. So let's recap. I think it's been a great chat. You as a consumer, as someone who is buying from these brands, you need to be aware, how is this marketing talking to me? Do I feel really good about supporting this company? Mm -hmm. Because they also see me and they also are communicating to me in a way that I think is great. I think what we've learned out of this conversation together has been that it's okay for brands to rainbow wash but not just for a month. They need to continually do this every day by having inclusive programs, creating diverse workplaces, donating and continually participating within the communities, funds, workshops, on-site activations, whatever it might be. And I also don't want to only see a rainbow. I want to see families of all different looks and builds and experiences within their photography, within their art direction, within their ads, with some of the illustrations they put together. A brand isn't just a logo. A brand is the logo and the symbol and the mission statement and the emotional connection, philosophy. And it's just like at their core, who they are. Mm -hmm. And if someone wants to participate in this LGBT inclusive environment, Mm -hmm. they need to step up. And not just rainbow wash and think that that is okay. Rainbow washing is not enough. It's not cool. And more needs to be done about it. Like how good do you feel when you just randomly see another couple that looks like us in a ad for a telecom company or an ad for a chisel for someone who's questioning their identity as a trans woman, someone who is just trying to figure out who they are. And if they see examples of different people living their best authentic lives, that's going to instill so much power in their journey of becoming who they are. Exactly. So no more rainbow washing and let's create more inclusion 365 days of the year. Yes. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. Make sure that you follow, turn on alerts, and even turn on auto-download so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. 